China's first population decline in 60 years. Now, I know y'all know what it is. I mean, let's just be honest. I'll put it in the chat. It's that weapon, baby. It's that bioweapon, and it's dropping people off. Didn't we say it was going to be dropping people off, though? Like, seriously? This shit dropping people off left and right. Okay? We ain't, we, not, we haven't even paid attention. I'm going to be honest with you, because China keeps a lot of their information under wraps. So we kind of... Kind of Phone call coming in. So we kind of get the information from China late, first and foremost. Let me just put that out there. China does not release their information immediately. So even with this population decline, it's probably been going on for over a year or so, right? Okay, right. And, and so the information is really trickling out of China. But the fact remains that they have already experienced, they've experienced, hold on, since I'm going to mute your mic for a minute because I'm getting some Okay, information. yeah. go ahead. So they have, they have experienced population decline and the thing about it is we don't really know how serious it is. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like they don't share all of their facts. So they have a problem, right? With, with, with the population going down and the, and they, if you check the article out, they haven't had a population declines in 60 years. And you remember when Mao Zedong had his little thing going on? So China is really one of the first places where the whole virus thing and all they start giving out jabs and all that. So they were one of the first. So they like one of the first major, you know, uh, what you would call, I guess, one of the superpower countries to actually report their decline. Now, I got news for y'all. I told you I've been paying attention to the population as it pertains to the United States. And when you look at this data, the stats from uh, basically, you know, the people who have died and the birth rate, I'm telling you that we are going to be experiencing a population decline, too. So you have to understand, putting in context that when Bill Gates said that they would use these jabs in order to reduce the population by whatever certain percentage is working. It's working. And China has a billion people, a billion people. China got a billion people. So they're one of the largest populated countries, you know what I'm saying, in the world, next to India and these other places where, you know, I believe they got a billion too. And they're experiencing a slow, a slow, uh, uh, basically their, their birth rate has slowed, right? People are dying early, right? So that affects the population. And, you know, with them having a billion people, right, a million lives is, you know, it may seem like a little number, but a million lives is, is that's a million lives. That shit is a lot. And what happens is this number starts to uh, uh, basically compound. See, once the, once the birth rate slows and the death rate increases and it starts bringing the population down like that, it takes a lot to reverse that. You know what I'm saying? And with, if you've been like me, I've been paying attention, but if you pay attention to how these things work, 
yeah, they move really slow, but once they move slow, they are very difficult to reverse. So China's heading on a downward trajectory as far as like with the birth rate. And so their population, I, I guarantee you, is going to be where it may be at a million now. I guarantee you within months, it'll be like 10 million. You understand what I'm saying? Because once this starts trending downward like that, and then with all these jabs and the COVID and the stress that people gone through, believe me, it's going to get exponential. And it can be very quick and it's going to be very difficult to reverse that. But I don't think they have plans on reversing it. I think it's all about, you know, them doing, you know, what they do, you know, which is giving out these bioweapons, making sure that people don't receive uh, the proper treatment and then exposing their people to these diseases. They just had a fucking problem the other day uh in china with this disease that they didn't want to talk about you know they're not giving out information so why even the numbers that we got on the population decline that could be totally inaccurate and could be way more than what it is if you've been looking at the videos of how they've been treating those people over there basically got them in concentration camps people committing suicide from having been on lockdowns they're just tired of lockdowns they've been dragging people out of their homes to forcefully vaccinate them. Nobody talks about that. You haven't, like, I've seen it because people are risking their lives, you know, sharing these videos. I've seen it, you know, and I've actually put stuff out there too. And, you know, I've shared some of these videos on my, on my on content on my page too and gotten banned and suspended for sharing this stuff. But I share because I want people to be aware of what's going on in different parts of the world. And China being one of the places where this whole thing started at two years ago. And they're the ones, you know, initiated with vaccines as well. And and if you've done your research, I want you to listen. Because I've done my research. Right? They're going to lie to you about the ingredients that are in these bioweapons. Right? They're going to lie to you about the ingredients in these bioweapons. But you know, when we did the research and we started looking into what's in these bioweapons, let's just talk about the mRNA, right? And, hey, can I say something before I go to bed, Dr. Black? It's Dr. Ahead. Hope, just one thing. Go ahead. Maybe, you know, the U.S. is at a, is, is at a uh, standoff with China, right? The U.S., China's a threat to the next, to becoming a global, a global power. Maybe this was orchestrated all by the U.S. to to win a war against China. I land my plane. Good night. Okay. Yeah, that's a that, that's a possibility. It's a, it's definitely a possibility because I mean, we did we I made a documentary about two years ago. The name of the documentary you can find it on our Rumble page is called "The War for the Minds of Men." Actually, I'll look and see. I could pin, I could put that. Uh, I'll I'll pin that somewhere in the room. I'll probably put it in the chat. Okay, and in this documentary, it highlights China creating super soldiers. Now, why that's important is because China has always been uh, at the forefront 
of uh, mind control uh, technologies. And uh, in the documentary, we highlight a time when there were American soldiers who were caught by the Chinese and they confessed to, uh, they basically confessed to uh, using germ warfare. Now, the U.S. denied any involvement with any germ warfare. And so what they said is that those soldiers were under mind control, right? And so that basically started the war or started the war, yeah, started the war, the mind control war where the U.S. was in a race to develop mind control weapons, MK Ultra. okay? This is a deep, deep history I'm giving you now. A lot of people don't even know about this stuff. But China has been dealing with mind control for thousands of years. If you know about China and the teas that they develop, yes, they develop a lot of teas, herbal teas. And um, these herbal teas would be used to basically uh, different ways to can take over, control people's minds. So they were using, China was using teas to control people's minds. And so, you know, the U.S. believes that they use the teas to basically put these soldiers under hypnosis in order to create, you know, a form of MK Ultra, right? And so ever since then, the U.S. has been chasing behind China and trying to determine ways how to start mind control. So this is true. They have been a secret war going on between China and U.S. and using mind control. And so even to the point where China had double agents, the U.S. had double agents where they would send agents back. So the China sent some agents to spy on U.S. U.S. would basically put mind control on them and have them go back and <laughs> spy on the China and vice versa. You can find that in our documentary, The War for the Minds of Men all documented okay but now let's talk about the bigger picture here the bigger picture is that china and the u.s could possibly be working together they may not be working against each other they could be working together because i'm one of these people that believe in this geopolitical warfare right I think it's bigger than one nation versus another nation. I think it's I, what I believe it is, is that these, uh, the deep state, so China has a deep state, U.S. has a deep state, and those, those two deep states are interconnected. And the, the deep state is looking for complete and total domination. Okay through the means of these, this, this bio-warfare that we're talking about, right? So what does that mean? Well, what it means is that when you, as I was going to already explain to earlier, was that when you look at the ingredients to these vaccines, the ingredients to these vaccines, Pfizer, uh, Moderna, there is a technology that they use for these uh, lipid nanoparticles that comes directly from China. 
it comes from China. So Pfizer and all their vaccines, Moderna and all their vaccines. So while they may be having their, you know, their factories manufacturing these jabs, the truth of the matter is there are particular ingredients that they use to house the mRNA. That technology is patented from China. This is why some of the ingredients, they are protected. They're protected under these secret contracts, secret agreements, because these, this, the technology that they use them. Because you have to understand, first and foremost, the reason why mRNA technology wasn't successful in the past was because of its instability. They couldn't stabilize it once it entered into the human body. So in order to stabilize it, they had to put it and coat it inside of these coated lipid uh, jackets. And the company that owns that technology is in China. We know this because we looked at the, we tracked the patents and we tracked uh, the, the data in the patents. Actually, you can find that video. Uh, I forget the, I think was, I forget what her name is, but she's been on uh, the Stu Peters show, different shows. And she's actually shows you how to go in and read the patents. She actually used to work for Pfizer. I think her name is Karen or something like that. But anyway, she used to work for Pfizer and she basically took one of those uh, uh, ingredient lists to show where they have proprietary information on there, use the, the, um, the, the, the tracking, the tracking label on that proprietary information, dug it up went and, and, you know, found it and found the company in China that actually owns it. And then bada boom, bada bing. You got China involved in the making of every single vaccine that contains mRNA technology. Okay. Now, when you throw in the fact that uh, the, you know, the Wuhan lab, where they were, you know, developing bioweapons in the form of COVID or what have you, or any one of these bat viruses, well, the Chinese military was developing bioweapons there too. Now, why is that important? Well, if you follow the money, right, you understand the Wuhan lab, uh, uh, Echo Health Alliance, I know many of y'all have been learning about that, Peter Daszak, who runs that uh, nonprofit organization, he was funded by the U.S., who was the president at the time that was funding it? Well, one of the presidents, Barack Obama, then Trump for a short period of time before this whole thing blew the lid. He was funding the Echo Health Alliance through the NIH and things of that nature, and they were developing bioweapons. Now, the other part about this is, as I was mentioning earlier, which is why you need to go watch that documentary we made, The War for the Minds of Men, is that Barack Obama was working on the the brain chip program. See, all of this stuff connects. And then, but the thing is, if you haven't done the research, you're not going to know how to connect it. Why is the brain chip program so important? Well, because of, but pay attention. <laughs> you got Elon Musk with the Neuralink. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people think he's the, the freedom fighter. Oh, he got Twitter, free speech. Like, you don't even know he's part of that shit, too. <laughs> just the, I understand the whole freedom of speech thing and that's why I look you know 
y'all got to be careful who y'all align yourselves up with in this war that's happening. Right? That's why they don't like us. They don't like us because we basically telling y'all, don't make no fucking friends in this shit. You can't afford to make friends in this shit because people are going to make some fucked up decisions and they're going to get you wrapped up in those fucked up decisions. And before you know it, you down with the fucking shit too. All right? Elon Musk is not no freedom fighter, no truth teller, none of that. Neither is Donald Trump. All these allegiances to Trump and Elon Musk, the people, Trump just literally, you go look in Newsweek, Trump is saying the vaccines are still safe. You cannot support anyone who's saying that these vaccines are safe. All right? So Trump is with them. He wants to take credit for creating things. He's saying these things are saving lives when goddamn good. This is the second time he's actually doubled down on that shit. The first time he fucking embarrassed Candace Owens on her own show. And she said she basically was leading him to say, yeah, you know, more people have died uh, on the Joe on, on the Joe Biden with these vaccines and stuff like that. He said, oh, no, no, no. The vaccines are safe. This is Trump. And then he doubled downs again and says it's safe again. I'm sorry, y'all. The proof is in the pudding. He said it out of his mouth. If anybody supports Trump after he completely uh, just is going against what we believe, there's no way you can. So then, then he also spoke at the World Economic Forum a few times. He's no stranger to them. And actually, he's a friend. So Trump is is down with them too. How do you know that? Well, there's that book. 1900, the last president, right? Y'all remember that book? Uh, Baron Trump owns that hotel on uh, in Madden in, in New York City. Yeah, they're talking about Trump. So now check this out the re elections in 2024. I mean, the elections in 2024. Say all these people who are just you know, completely, you know, uh, hypnotized by Trump. Say that everybody goes out there, they hate Joe Biden so much, they're like, fuck, we're going to vote for Trump. Knowing he's supporting these vaccines, knowing the name of the book is called Trump, the last president. And if you understand agenda, agenda 201, if you understand the agenda from that's going to be completed in 2025, if you understand these agendas that's going to be completed by 2030, Trump could really end up being the last president. Okay? If we are elect, if they elect him in 2024, he could end up being the last fucking president that will bring all of this shit down. Then you combine it with Elon Musk who wants to go to fucking Mars. That Nazi scientist who wrote that book, uh, Von Braun, who wrote that book, he said that there would be uh, the first president for Mars will be named Elon. Now, you could think this is coincidence, or you can actually use logic and critical thinking and put all these pieces together and see exactly where we're headed. I've always told people that this stuff, see, that's why even with getting this information, you have to know how to process this information in a way where you don't panic and you don't um, act too fast. 
right? Because you understand, if we un, if we know that they've been planning this these things for years, we say, oh man, they've been planning for 100 years, 50 years, whatever, and then we can actually look at their plans, their agendas, and see they're going all the way out to 2045 and beyond, right? So if we can actually see that, then we have to understand that they are being patient in their plan. So once we learn about it, it's not like it's going to happen tomorrow. And so as we look at their plan being developed over time, you see they're real methodical about this stuff, right? They release the thing at a certain time. They did COVID first, right? And then they ran the other exercises that fall in place. We're going to have a cyber pandemic. That's going to come. Where they shut the grid down, shut the internet down, all of that stuff. And so we're, we're already looking at the prices, the food rising. So all of this stuff is happening gradually because when they plan and they actually execute the plan, you see what I'm saying? It, it, this thing is huge. You're talking about 8 billion people on the planet, right? You're talking about all these countries that are involved. So it's not like we find out about the plan today and it's going to happen tomorrow. No, it's happening over a process. It's happening over a period of time. All right. Because you understand there's many different organizations involved, not just governments, but each government has different agencies that are involved and different people involved. So this thing's like a dinosaur. It takes a while for it to move. But the thing is, every single day they're working on it. Every single day they're working on it and different things are being implemented at different times. That's why that's important for you to understand. So when you see things like the last president, Trump is the last president. Yeah. So it doesn't mean it was he was the last president in 2020. It means that, okay, now we got Biden. They instituted some stuff. When he comes back, because people are going to be dying for him to come back after experiencing four years of Biden, and we die. Then when he comes back, how do you not, how do you know whether or not he's not going to bring in even worse stuff, right? You got to think. He wants to take credit for warp speed, and he's not even denying that these vaccines are hurting people. That's my first, that's my thing. Anybody. And that's why I don't trust politicians or anybody from the government. Because if you're not speaking about the dangers of these vaccines, I can't trust you. That's first and foremost. And you should be like that, too. That is the first thing that you need. That, that's the first thing you should use to measure whether or not you could trust them or not. What is their view on these jabs? Then it doesn't even stop there because you got a lot of ops, too, like just crazy agents that are going to agree with you, but they're agreeing with you so they can monitor you like Pro, right? They infiltrate your organization, keep an eye on you, monitoring you, act like they like-minded, act like they're trying to plan something. But the whole time, they're just writing notes, going back. They got a video, audio, audio video on you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm fully aware of this. I'm fully aware of this. That's why I even move a certain way. I don't just, you know, I move a certain way. I'm not going to reveal that, but I'm just saying I even have to move a certain way, knowing and understanding how these people operate. And then let me don't get me wrong. We've been infiltrated before right here on this app. Mm -hmm. But because we exposed them, you know, they got to go. They got to go regroup. <laughs> Once they try to sabotage us, we expose them. They got to go regroup. Because, you know, they don't want to get reassigned. So they got to regroup and they go infiltrate other places and, you know, act like they, but they're all the whole time. They're keeping tasks. But at the same time, they're also giving you misinformation, things like support Trump, right? That's misinformation. Anybody that's, uh, no, anybody that says that they know the agenda, 
but then they're telling you turn around and support Trump. I'm sorry, yo, you can't trust them. There's nothing Trump has not did anything that would say, hey, trust them. So getting back to the topic at hand, right? The information from China, no matter how you look at it, whether you're talking about from the beginning of the pandemic, where they uh, were talking about COVID, all right? And what did they say? Oh, this thing originated out here. Yeah, it originated in Wuhan. They originate here, there, and there, right? But guess what? Um, they won't give you that information. <laughs> China's keeping the lid on that information. Now, why is China keeping the lid on that information? Why do y'all think they're keeping the lid on who is actually responsible for spreading this disease. Why do you think they're keeping a lid on that? Well, I'm gonna tell you why they're keeping a lid on it. Because if they reveal the origins of this thing, then they're going to basically uh, connect it to, uh, right back to the United States, DARPA, the PREDICT program, um, not just DARPA, but also uh, the, uh, um, if you are familiar with uh, these different programs from the USAID, which is the CIA operation, um, uh, just the Department of Homeland Security. Do you know, let me, let me explain something to you. Do y'all know that the Department of Homeland Security is the ones that are responsible for all these fact checkers? <laughs> let me say that again. Any of this stuff that we see, you look at the agencies involved and it, and once you know what that agency is usually involved with, it kind of gives you a clear picture or paints a picture as to uh, why they're involved, right? So for example, so uh, the Fact Checkers program was actually developed in 2018. Yeah, all these fact checkers on these bat jabs. Yeah, so they already anticipated that there would be quote unquote anti-vaxxers, quote unquote spreading misinformation in 2018, two whole years before you even heard of COVID. They were already developing fact checking teams for the spread of misinformation and disinformation on vaccines. And who was responsible for that? The Department of Homeland Security. Now think about that. The Department of Homeland Security, why would they be involved with fact checkers? The Department of Homeland Security has hired fact checkers to stop the spread of misinformation for vaccines. Now, here's the thing. You ain't heard of that, right? Or some of you probably have. You probably heard me talk about it before. All right. But think about this. The Department of Homeland Security hired and paid millions of dollars for fact checkers, right? Now, if you understand the Department of Homeland Security, they are concerned with threats to our uh, homeland, right? That's their job. So the fact checkers who actually work for them, you understand, they're here to kind of uh, stop us from basically 
connecting the government to these bioweapons that are being distributed, which will cause us to say, hey, the government's trying to kill its own people. So their job is to keep people at bay, which is why, number one, when this whole thing came about and people were like, hey, you know, let's research the origins. Nancy Pelosi, when she was the Speaker of the House, what did she say? She said, "Uh uh-uh. When the Congress is not looking into any investigations with COVID, there's origins and none of that. And today, they still haven't. Now, we've had a couple of congressmen, you know, pops and stuff, Jim Jordan, uh, Rand Paul, you know, a couple of others that, you know, had said some stuff. But Congress has yet to launch an official investigation into the, the origins of the spread of the COVID pandemic. Now, other groups have done their own separate investigations, but of course, they were behind it. So in them carrying out the investigation, it's kind of like the thief that broke into your house is doing the investigation on himself. <laughs> How do we know that? I'll give you some proof. You know me, I don't just like to spew anything. I'm going to back it up with proof. When the World Health Organization said that they were going to uh, investigate whether this was a lab leak or whether it happened naturally, uh, zoonotic uh, virus, they put together a team to investigate. Now, here's the thing. If you heard what I said earlier, Echo Health Alliance, right? Listen to me. Echo Health Alliance was doing gain-of-function experiments in Wuhan lab. Gain-of-function meaning the uh, viruses that normally affect animals, they were conducting experiments to make these same viruses be able to infect humans, right? Now, this is how they create bioweapons. Peter Daszak ran EchoHealth, still runs EchoHealth to this day. Now, the World Health Organization and its investigation of whether it leaked from the Wuhan lab or whether it was something that happened naturally from a zoonotic virus, the person they put in charge of investigating whether it was a lab leak or whether it happened naturally was Peter fucking Daszak. The same man who was in charge of running the laboratory in Wuhan was the same man who was in charge of investigating of whether it was a lab leak. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. That from every single angle of this thing, they had it covered. Where whoever was doing the investigation, they were tied to the government. Now, there was a a big room that Moneypenny did the other day on Twitter Spaces. She actually also broadcast it on Clubhouse. She was invited and she was uh, interviewing the vice president, once vice president of Echo He was the vice president, I believe, from like 2014 up until 2021. He actually wrote a book, right? Now, here's the thing. In 2015, no, pardon me. I want to say, uh, was it in 2020 or 21? I think it was in 21. But in 2021, he spoke about how in 2015, he was leaving the office, and Peter Daszak were leaving the office, and Peter Daszak 
told him that he was working for the CIA, right? And he also mentioned, and this is why I was actually trying to get up on that stage so I could ask him about this, right? I didn't get a chance to get up there because, you know, I've, they've been banning me on every fucking platform. I'm shadow banned and banned on every fucking platform. Okay. And so I had to create a brand new account, use a VPN to get onto Twitter because I wanted to ask him this question. What kind of operation was the CIA running that they needed Peter Daszak? Why is that important? Because it's the key. It's the key. You got to understand something. All of these organizations are tied together. CIA, DARPA, CDC, FDA, NSA, DHS, all of these things. I literally played, see, I don't know how many people pay attention. I don't know how many people even take this shit serious. But we're seeing this stuff unfold in real time. And I'm just wondering if people are getting it or not. Because to me, I'll be honest with you, it's kind of like the definition of insanity, which is basically you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. And I'm asking myself, am I insane? <laughs> no, you're not. Because I, <laughs> I keep bringing this information and I'm I, I'm giving you facts. I'm not. It's not like I'm just spewing it out the side of my net and I'm not pointing you to the facts like everything I'm telling you right now from the DARPA to DHS I got, I got facts on this shit I literally have congressmen on video and audio and I, I, I don't and that's the other part of it I have no idea why this video and audio of one congressman his name is McCullough I have no idea why that video audio has not went fucking viral. That should be the most viral video ever. Next to the one where Jim Jordan points out Fauci's emails. Because that lays out the whole fucking plan. And nobody has picked up on that. Like they're concerned with, you know, uh, all these fake controlled opposition people. Uh, what's the what's the guy's name? They say he invented mRNA. Um, Robert Malone. Uh, the Peter, uh, that, uh, these guys are like third parties to this shit. They're third party. They're, they're like they're giving information, but they're all full of shit. I'm sorry. I hate that. Then that's why they don't. That's why they don't like to hear me fucking talk. Because I'm gonna tell you the truth. The people that you are calling your allies are not even your real fucking allies. They are controlled opposition. And the people that you should be paying attention to, you're not paying attention to them because you're being distracted by a science that you don't even understand. <sighs> Man. This guy lays out, they have paper trails through FOIA requests of the money being distributed to the people that have devised this whole entire conspiracy. I mean, come on, just listen to me. Once you make a connection that the Department of Homeland Security is controlling the fact checkers, once you make the connection that DARPA 
has uh, is in control of the Predict program, which actually funded Echo Health to go and create these bioweapons in the same fucking lab that the Chinese were creating bioweapons, who are also creating super soldiers. Like, once you determine that, you clearly see see that the, the state is your enemy. Their hands are all over. They got blood all over their hands. Like, that should just stop everything in its tracks. That should be what Congress is talking about. That is exactly why we should be fucking going, getting a warrants for the arrest of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Because all of, there's a paper trail that leads all the way back to every single one of these politicians and government agencies. It's all right there. And I just don't understand how we're so distracted and blinded by all these other things, right? And so now here we are facing, because we've been saying this, there's a depopulation plan, there's a depopulation plan. And that's why I've been paying attention to the birth and death rates. And just looking at the, forget China, we're going to get to China in a minute. Looking at the United States death and birth rates, like it's clear, it's right there, like it's a fucking map. You have a chart. Like seriously, let's just, anybody in here, you do math. It's just like looking at your bank account. <laughs> You're expecting your bank account to be going at a certain place. And it's like your shit went into overdraft and it keeps fucking overdrafting and you're not paying attention to it. <laughs> but you still keep going to work trying to get direct deposit. But every time the deposit is getting worse because you keep going fucking overdraft. They charge you overdraft fees. <laughs> so the numbers speak for themselves. And I'm saying that the overdraft is the death rate going up and the birth rate going down which connects to what Bill Gates said about why they needed to use vaccines so they could bring the population down. Then you connect it to, you know, the Georgia Gosselin Law, the Deagle Report, all this stuff. And, it, you, and then once you hear all of this stuff, once you hear about the population decline, once you hear about the population decline, like you hear it, and then you can actually see the math where it's happening, that should fucking trigger an alarm. This is the this is exactly what I'm saying. Like there should be nothing else we're talking about than what these people are trying to do, which is eradicate us. And they're trying to eradicate us with the right in front of our eyes. But nobody's paying attention. Now, here we go. There's an article in the Wall Street Journal that clearly says China experiences population decline. First time in 60 fucking years. Do we understand? How many of us in here is over 60? I'm not over 60. You know what I mean? So that means that before I was even born is when the last time they experienced a population decline. Now all of a sudden they got these jabs and all this other crazy shit. Now they experienced a population decline. Do you not understand how uh, important that is? Something that hasn't happened in our lifetime is happening now and it has to do with the population declining? And they've been talking about doing this shit since 2015? Like, we have to be able to connect the dots. Are we going to wait till U.S. says they accept Then I'm promising you, U.S. is next. I am promising you, I am looking at this shit almost on a daily basis. And when you look at the chart, when you look at the chart, the birth rate is headed downward and the death rate is headed on a trajectory. That means they are switching places. They're going in opposite directions of each other, like making an X. They're going to cross each other. 
And once that happens, guess what? U.S. is going to be on the list of first-time population decline in I don't know how many years. And if that doesn't spell it out for people, I don't know what will. I literally don't know. It's like, we might as well fucking surrender. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. If that doesn't wake us up, when they come out with the article that the U.S. has experienced its first decline in population in X amount of years, I wonder if that is going to be what wakes people up or if people are still going to carry on like you know we are now. That's the question I have. Because once, I just, like I explained earlier, once the population starts declining, death rate is going up, birth rate is going down, it is so hard to reverse it. Do you not understand the last time it happened was 60 years ago? So how long do you think before it reverses again, especially when they're giving out jabs and all kind of shit? And I hate to tell you, these motherfuckers had read up. Oh, yes. Yes, I played a, a video. I posted it on my IG. If you're not already following me on I listen, I just explained to you, I am shadow banned, but I am still pumping out material on a daily basis. You make sure you go hit, follow. I got two of them. One regular one that I know is shadow banned, and I have another one that's a backup. I think they started shadow, but follow me on Instagram, Dr. Black underscore official or Dr. Black B Inc. Okay. I'm banned on TikTok. They, they, they just completely shout out everything I post on TikTok. It's the warning, 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 warning. They are familiar with me. But you can probably still Google, or not Google, but uh, uh, search for Dr. Black on TikTok and you'll find some of my videos that people have basically uh, screen recorded and reposted. I'm putting that information out there on a daily basis. I'm a nonstop information seeking and producing machine because I want people to get this shit, man. I want us to get this shit and see exactly what's happening so that we could respond accordingly. You don't want to be reacting. Last thing you want to do is somebody who just reacts, you know? <laughs> you don't want to react because when in reacting, you're going to be panicking. Okay? You will be panicking if you react. So you want what you want to do is respond accordingly, which means that the information I'm giving you now, you say, bam, China's population is on the decline. What happens when the U.S. is going to be on decline? How do we respond to that? Because as I mentioned, I posted a video of the Pfizer CEO being asked some very tough questions. You know what he said? Have a nice day. Have a good day. Goodbye. <laughs> he didn't want to answer those questions. He didn't want to answer questions about the ineffectiveness. He didn't want to answer questions about the dangers of them. He didn't want to answer none of those questions. But you want to know something? There was a meeting that he just had with J.P. Morgan and all these big financiers. And in that meeting, do you know what they said? Let me tell you what they said. I believe, I hopefully I saved this stuff. I think I did save it. I haven't put it out there yet. I probably will at some point. But he said that 
the there's a large stockpile of vaccines that the, that were government purchased. So understand the last two years that we've been going through this pandemic, and they made these pharmaceutical companies billions of dollars, right? The government paid for those jabs. They were on the house for you, but the government paid them. Well, they weren't on the house. You pay your tax dollars. But the government paid for all those jabs, those stockpiles of jabs, and they're even throwing away some, right, because they're expiring. Okay? Watch this. In that meeting, he spoke about another wave. Another wave of pandemic that is about to happen. Okay? They're talking about they got data for this, data for that. Bullshit. All they're going to do is do their little chemtrails thing. The same way they spread the first one, they're going to spread this next one, right? Now, why is the next one so important? Because the key thing is that the jabs that the government pay for, they're not paying for them on the second go around. In fact, what's going to happen is that they are going to be selling these jabs to uh, private customers, basically the people that's out there in the world. So for Act 2, for Act 2, when they come with Act 2 and they put something out there, and they're going to put something out there for real now. I'm just wanna, I'm going to warn y'all on that. So you better be careful. Where you're going, what you're intaking, the air that you're breathing, the water that you're drinking. Be careful. We don't know how they're going to release it, but we do know that they will be releasing it. And when they release it, people are going to get sick. Absolutely. And people are going to die. Worse than COVID. And then they're going to uh, trick people into purchasing the anecdote in the form of a jab, bioweapon, what have you. And they will be charging you $100 a pop minimum. You don't have to believe me. I just, I, I implore you to go fact check me on this. Moderna, they already, Bernie Sanders, he has this whole fucking campaign. <laughs> you can look him up. You know, now they, you gotta please, man. I hope y'all understand how this fucking game goes. All of these politicians, they play their fucking role. Bernie fucking Sanders, too. I used to like, actually like Bernie Sanders some years ago. You know, but then I, I realized how this machine works, and it's like, <laughs> it's no point. But he uh, has exposed the fact that the United States were co patented. Uh, uh, some biotechnology with Moderna, which is how Moderna was able to uh, establish its, you know, jab and all of this and that. A company that has never produced jabs before. And they became a billion-dollar company. made the founders billionaires and everything. And so what Moderna has done, they have basically went up on the price of their jabs 400%. So where the government paid, I think, maybe $20 a jab or something like that, now, to the public, they'll be selling those jabs for uh, at least $120 to $140 a pop each jab. Pfizer is doing the same thing. So they got made billions of dollars off selling these bioweapons to the government, $20 a pop. 
And now they're, they plan to unleash a real pathogen to infect me and you, make people sick, make people die. And then they're going to, once people die, they're going to trick people again into getting a jab, except they are going to be paying for that jab, whether through their insurance or what have you, $100 a pop. Now, here's the trick. It may, I don't know. I think it's going to kill every kill more people than the, actually the pathogen they're going to put out there. It may or may not work. I don't know. <clears throat> but the point is, they plan to capitalize off of killing me and you. <clears throat> this is a fact. You can look it up. Uh, uh, he mentioned it. Uh, Pfizer CEO mentioned it in that JP Morgan uh, interview. Uh, it wasn't an interview. It was like a chat they had, like one of those phone calls. And um, Moderna, you can look that up as well. Moderna, 400% hike in their price. And you can see Bernie Sanders complaining all about that on the internet. <clears throat> so both companies who have developed the mRNA technology will be charging a minimum of $100 for their jabs. That's part of their plan. So they plan to release a second wave in the second round of uh, another uh, new round of these jabs where they're going to be charging your insurance at least $100 a pop. So they'll be making their billions, again, rather even more quickly, five times as quick because, again, they charge the government $20. They're going to charge you $100. Not saying, please, don't go get it. Uh, please protect yourself. Be safe. They're gonna, but they will be putting something deadly that will be scaring people into going to purchase these jabs with their health insurance. So be careful, because you know they have an elaborate plan. Okay, so they um, basically, uh, when we see the. Uh, population decline happened for the U.S. We'll probably, we're not even halfway through Biden's presidency, so we got two more years of hell before they bring in the last president, which is Trump. Nine times out of ten, Biden probably, Biden is 80 years, 80 years old. I do not see him running again. He's already going senile, doing all kind of crazy stuff. He's 80 years old. So by the time he's time for a run again, he'll be 82. You understand what I'm saying? So he's going, going into borderline C now. I don't I doubt he'll be running because he'll be the oldest pre fucking president ever. He's, I think he might already be the oldest president ever right now. You know, But he'll be the oldest fucking president ever if he decides to run again. So he's probably not going to run again. And they won't. I don't think they'll have anyone who can go up against Trump. Right? to win that presidency. So there's going to be a, 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 a huge demographic of people who are sick and tired of these liberal agendas. They'll be voting Republican. More than likely, they'll be wanting to vote Trump back in, which will basically initiate the book 1900, The Last President. I want you to seriously consider that. 2024, 2025, 2025 is, is the year stated on the Deagle report. 2025 is the year stated on the Deagle report. 
when you look up, go to archive.archive.org, look up Deagle Report. When you pull it up, you will see the numbers there. They tried to hide it, but thank God for archive.org. Got a question. Go how do we how do we implement a non-party associated president? You said what? I'm sorry. A non-party affiliated president. How do we get that to happen? <sighs> I don't know, sis. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that there's any political leader that can change what's happening. Because again, th this government, while we have a state, there's a deep state, right? There's a deep state that actually runs things from behind the scenes. So all of our votes, how they're tallied up, how they're counted, all of these things are controlled, right? So we, mm -hmm. we, we while we could hope to get a, a benevolent president that could say, hey, this is all wrong, the likelihood of that happening is very, very, very slim to none. You, you see what I'm saying? So the answer will definitely not come from the politicians. All right. It will not, that will not be where we get the answer from. Okay. So I wouldn't even consider that, to be honest with you. I wouldn't even consider that an option because to even consider that an option is kind of like setting ourselves up for failure. So, um, so we have to think in terms, I'm mean, and I know I'm the way I'm telling, I just, I hope y'all connecting the dots. If you need to write it down, write it down. But I, I want y'all to have this ingrained, embedded in your head. So that when you, as you see this thing developing, you can point to this, you can point to that, and you understand how all of the dots connect. That's why I'm here now, telling you this stuff, right? So understand, I told you, yes. So if the, we understand the agenda will be completed by 2025, or not even, if not completed, initiated, we're already seeing population decline. Like how, how many times we see sudden death, sudden death, sudden death, sudden death, sudden death. Like, the, like who's keeping count, right? <laughs> right? That's the thing. We're like, we're seeing all of these deaths. But the movie, right. the documentary. Right. But here's the thing. These deaths are happening every single day. Like just yesterday, more de sudden deaths, day before sudden deaths. So like these sudden deaths are, are, are accumulating. Right. But there's not a government agency. There's not a news site that is saying, hey, we're experiencing a record number of deaths. We have to do that independently. Right. Like you said, the movie. Us, we're we're reporting it. Right. But nobody's going on the news and saying, hey, <laughs> you know, what I mean, these are a record number of deaths that we haven't had. Like it takes independent researchers like me and others that are actually doing the work and, you know, like, whoa, looking at these numbers and like, uh oh, this doesn't look good, but nobody knows about it. So remember the saying, the revolution will not be televised. That's true. But the reason, 
<laughs> but the reason it won't be televised, mm -hmm. the reason why it won't be televised, right? Is you understand this. See, because if they televise, <laughs> people mm -hmm. are gonna wake up. If they televise it, people are gonna wake up. All right. So they can't televise it. <laughs> they can't put it out on the screen what's happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we have to be mindful that as we are seeing these things happening around us, yeah, collect that data. Collect that data because it's going to basically be uh, what's helping you paint the picture and actually give you the timeline and the map to how and when all of this unfolds. 2025 is going to be a critical year. Once that presidency is resolved and the new president takes charge, that's when we'll be seeing the majority of these record deaths. Like we're literally going to see be seeing these deaths happening at a much higher rate than we see what they're happening now. So I mentioned last year, I said, hey, deaths are going to be increasing. Yeah. Right? I said that last year. Yes. They said that back in 21, that um, we'll start seeing what's going to happen with these people that took the jab. Right. Um, or took Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> but, and I prayed and I, I talked to my own family. Don't do it. Don't do it. But a lot of them did it. So, Fernando, I just hit you in the back channel with that name. Matter of fact, this is what I'm going to do. Since we got a, a nice little intimate crowd here, right? I'm going to actually go through, I'm going to go through the actual steps with y'all and post that information for you. We'll make this educational, also fact finding right now. I'm not going to bullshit with, I'm not going to waste time. We can actually go through this stuff right now in real time. It's called the Deagle Report. All right. I'm going to pull that up for you. See, now, if you go to Deagle.com now, you're not going to see it. And the reason why you're not going to see it is the same reason why they knocked down the Georgia Godstones. All right. <laughs> they knocked the Georgia Godstones because what? What was on the side of the Georgia Godstones? The exact amount of people <laughs> that they want on the planet. 500 million. And because people were hip to that, they said, oh, we got to get rid of it. <laughs> and they got rid of it. And so the same way they erased the Deagle Report's prediction of the population decline. Right? Now, what else? It's a lot of stuff. They don't want anybody knowing about the VIRS report. Right, even the, even the VIRS reports. When they start pushing the agenda on the VIRS reports, they say that that they they deflect from that information. Right. So I'm gonna do y'all a favor right now. I'm gonna do y'all a favor right now. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find um, 
the Deagle Report and share that with y'all right now. Ah, uh, when did they have this thing here? Y'all got me digging in the archives, baby. But I'm gonna find it. <laughs> see here what we got uh could it be this um let's check this out let's try here the captures for this Let's see what we got here, baby. They don't want you to have this information, ain't that something? D-A-E-G-E-L. D-A-E, uh, I believe D-A-E-G-L-E. Let's see what we got here. Wow, man, they are literally. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, let's see here. Hold on. All right, so I'm about to post it for y'all. I think I found it. Oh, yeah, D-A-E-G-E-L. I'm sorry, sister, you were right. D-A-E-G-E-L, not G-L-E. Okay. So here we go. I'm gonna um let me let me get this to share it to y'all. Oh Angel, uh my family is good. They're they're uh actually um we getting we getting the stuff back together. Still got a little bit of issues here and there, but <clears throat> slowly but surely getting it back together. Um, let's see here. So I'm about to send this to myself and I'm going to share this with y'all. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to share this with y'all. 
because y'all need to see this information. Okay. Let's see here. And the other thing I want you guys to understand, as I said, just information to you, because you got, you got, you, I want y'all to understand that these people, they're going to make this thing appear uh, a certain way, right? You understand, Deagle is actually a, a think tank. So they're not like a spam website or anything like that. They are a think tank. I just posted it in the chat. <clears throat> now, those of you who are, are following me, all right, I want you to follow me now. Peace, DC. What's good? Those of y'all, everybody that's in this room, matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to change the link up top really quick. Because I, I want everybody in here to follow and get this shit so you can understand that what I'm telling you is not any bullshit. Oh, wow. They're saying they don't support the link. Don't worry. I put it in the chat so y'all good. Y'all, you got the link in the chat. They don't want me to post it up top. Don't worry about it. I'm there. Good. Now, <clears throat> before we go, all right. Before we go into it, and this could, as long as y'all got a pull dog, this is why I want y'all to understand something. Um, all right, let's get here. Um, wow. Okay. 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 Um, everybody's, uh, wow. Oh my God. Oof. So this stuff is heavy, y'all. That's why y'all got to bear with me. <laughs> Listen, y'all have to literally bear with me on this. Right. So understand when you, the real Deagle website, the Deagle website, right? which they took out the forecast, which is doesn't even matter because we got the one I got, I gave you a link. Understand that Deagle is a website, is a think tank that provides military information. Okay. Military information, inventory information, and they make predictions and this is how they make their money. So it is not some, uh, you know, conspiracy theorist website, none of that. These people, that's why they remove the actual report where they made this prediction. Okay. They removed the report where they actually made this prediction because people were getting hip to it. The same way they, like I mentioned, people getting hip to the Georgia Godstones, they had to destroy it. They're like, uh-oh. So if you click that link, right? When you click that link, they are talking to you about the list of countries where they forecast. They're making forecasts about these countries. China's at the top, right? China's at the top. They say they're going to, China has a billion people. And so their population is going to be going down. Their GDP is going to be going up. Military expenses going up. Um, you know, different things, right? Then you got India next, right? India's population is actually going to go up. 
Then you got Russia. Russia's going to go down. Then you have uh, uh, Japan. Japan's going to go down by 20%. Uh, Brazil's going to go up by 1%. Then you get to the United States. I want you to understand something. We're at the United States. You see United States is in red. It says 99 million. 99, that's it. That's it. That's just how they are forecasting the population for the United States. And it says 99 million people. They're forecasting by the year 2025, there will be only 99 million people in the United States. And that we will experience a population decline of 70 percent is everybody following me that, that did you click the link and you see it <clears throat> okay so i want to give you context on this that the people who have predicted this are not some conspiracy theorist website they are actually a think tank that has contracts with different governments and different military throughout the world they actually pay them for these predictions through these uh, algorithms. Now, <clears throat> so first it was Deagle. Now there also is, I told you about the Georgia Guidestones, right? There's also the uh, MIT program. It's called World One. It's uh, uh, the World One computer program was developed by a guy by the name of Jay Forrester out of MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And it's not only calculating a major decrease in life by the year uh, 2020, but it's also predicting the end of civilization by 2040. Okay. Yes. I'll... Uh, if you want that information, let me see if I can get that for you. Oh, man, this is so bad. Um, and this is actually, when, when, when did she make this video here? Uh, how old is this here? This is actually from 2019. <clears throat> I want y'all to follow me, man. You know, I've been doing this shit for a minute. <laughs> and so when I'm here sharing information with you, I, I kind of get excited because I'm like, okay, they're going to, you know, y'all going to get this shit. Okay. You're going to get it. You're going to see this thing like I'm seeing it because it's important. I want to post a YouTube video. Right. You could that you could watch on your own time, which is another prediction. Okay, I want y'all to have this information. I'm putting it in the chat. This YouTube video about the MIT computer that is predicting the same thing. So. Clearly, this agenda is underway, okay? This agenda is underway, and U.S. is going to be the one that is going to suffer the most from all of this. Now, how is this 
going to happen? How is this going to unfold? Will it be through the bioweapons? Will it be through an attack on our soil? Will it be through uh, 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 some kind of plague that's going to hit us? Will it be through famine? Will it be through uh, the the cyber uh, attacks that will shut down the, um, you know, the electricity and, you know, we go hungry? Yes, exactly. Thank you, Silas Negra. It will be a mix. Absolutely. It'll be a mix. And that's why we have to, you know, have our eyes open and, you know, be aware to of our environments. This week, if there's any time in the, any time at all that you need to be aware, it is right now going forward. Watch what you eat. Watch what you drink. Watch the skies. Pay attention to the plagues that they may be dropping. Um, you know, chemtrails, all that. Yes, you have to be, you know, vigilant and protecting yourself on all fronts. This is the, you're awake now, you're conscious. There's a reason why, and let me talk to y'all. I don't want to spook anybody out. I want to actually empower you because the fact that you are aware about the situation right now, like you're aware, that's why you're in this room. You're not in this room by mistake. You're not in this room by chance. You're not, you know, venturing to these types of conversations on the club or, or whether on social media, you see, you're not getting this information just because by coincidence, no. It's because you are actually blessed with a particular vision, okay? The best way I could truly explain it is through what uh, Dick Gregory said, right? You know Dick Gregory, the uh, comedian, the social act, act activist, right? He right before he passed away, he said something. Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, uh, I, I, I keep it saved for moments like this and I want you to hear it. Cause I want you to understand how special you truly are that in this moment you are aware of what is going on. So I'm gonna play this real quick. It's only gonna be uh, maybe 40 seconds, but it's, I wanna play this to actually give us context about everything that we're experiencing right now, okay? Show you how special you are. And I don't mean that. <clears throat> Listen to this. You, what's dangerous is when the universe pick you and you put on the magic glasses, there's rules that go with them. You can never take them off. You never see things that they're supposed to be. You see things as they are. They can never force nobody else to wear them. So, I read. Play that one more time. You, what's dangerous is when the universe pick you and you put on the magic glasses. There's rules that go with them. 
you can never take them off. You never see things that they're supposed to be. You see things as they are. They can never force nobody else to wear them. Special. <clears throat> You've been blessed with those magic glasses. You've been blessed with a comprehension that most people can't understand. You, you see this thing, you're like, oh man, this is not right. All right? Just imagine all those people out there who didn't, who haven't seen this and the, those who still haven't seen it yet. It's like they're asleep. So what is the difference between you and them where they're asleep despite all of these things and you, you actually see things like he mentioned as they are, which means you are woke. It means you're chosen because it very easily could have been you where all of the stuff is being out there. People are like, oh, well, I'm going out there to get this. And oh, ain't nothing wrong. Oh, you're crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you're a conspiracy. You, you could have easily been one of them, but you were chosen to wear those magic glasses that he was just referencing that you can't take off. Because once you see it, you can't unsee it. And that you are able to see things as they are. You are clearly looking through the veil. And no matter what you say, you can look this up too. In Greek mythology, they have a character. They call her a Cassandra. I'm gonna tell you about Cassandra for a brief second. Cause see, that's who we are. <laughs> that's who we are, we're Cassandra. So in Greek mythology, right? It's a Trojan princess dedicated to the god Apollo. I'm just making a comparison here. I don't really subscribe to all this. I just want to explain something to you. And she was fated to him to basically tell him true prophecies, right? But she was cursed because no matter how much truth she put out there, nobody would believe her. <sighs> what I'm trying to explain to you is that you can accurately say, hey, this is happening or this is going to happen. And this could be something disastrous that is impending, but nobody believes you. That is a Cassandra. And that's why when he said that you can't force nobody to else to put them on, that's what he's talking about, that you see things clear and you are explaining things in detail, pointing out facts. No matter how you lay it out, they can't see it. I'm spitting facts here, yo. So you're blessed. You could thank your creator, your God, your Christ, who, whatever you believe in. You could thank him for lifting the veil over your eyes so that you could see things clear. 
And to those who don't see things clear, not that you shun them, not that you, you know, talk down on them, anything of that. No, you do, you like Noah in the Bible. Noah knew it was a disaster coming. And regardless of how many people he tried to say, hey, this guy had to stand it there, he kept building. And when the flood came, say la vie. He was able to carry on life because he paid attention to what God showed him and what God is showing me and you. See, I try not to get too spiritual in these rooms because, you know, everybody has different beliefs, but I cannot ignore the fact that we are a chosen special people that have, and obviously you've seen this thing in 2020. And while they called you conspiracy theorists, they called you anti-vax, they called you all these names. Now in the year 2023, all the things that you were saying are true. So you were like the one that was making the prophecies. Yeah, let, let's run them down since if I don't want any naysayers in here. First thing we said, we said, well, if you're vaccinated, you could still spread COVID. They said that was a conspiracy. Now it's the truth. Then we said, hey, if you're vaccinated, you could be, you probably going to fall victim to the new variants and reinfection. They said that was a conspiracy. If that came out to be the truth. We said that, yo, the vaccines could cause blood clots and other serious side effects. They said that was a conspiracy. Now they're saying it's the truth. We said, y'all going to be taking your third and the fourth shot. They said, that's a conspiracy. Now we see they're giving they on a fifth, sixth shot. We said, well, they're going to be giving y'all new shots every year, year and a half. They said, that was a conspiracy. Now we see they talking about, yes, people going to have to get it. We said they were going to be giving the shots to little children. They said, that was a conspiracy theory. Now they're giving it out to six-month-old babies. We said that they were going to segregate society, said vaccinate versus unvaccinated. They said, that's a conspiracy theory. And we went through motherfucking hell and high water, not invited to fucking family functions, none of that stuff. So that ended up being true. The point I'm trying to make is that every single thing that we said that they called a conspiracy, it became true. So you blessed. And the thing I'm trying to tell you is that it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Because the sad part about it, family, what they have written on the website, the deal report, where you see when you go to the United States, there's a 70% decline in the population. We can't ignore that. The Georgia Guidestones, you know, we took our group, our club, our clubhouse club. We took, I think, about 20, 30 people out to the George visit the Georgia Guidestones. I want you to, I want to talk to you. I just, I like bragging on the fact that we are blessed because we live in a society that has actually talk down on us, talk bad on us, called conspiracy theorists, tried to basically, you know, treat us like pariahs. 
and we were right. We took our group to the Georgia Guidestones. We traveled to the middle of Georgia, Alberton, Georgia, in the middle of racist country. Went out there with the group as an educational trip because I'm going to be honest with you, we went out there because we wanted to see whether or not these people really had the audacity to put something up there like that. And as we went out there, I'll have to, I'm going to explain to you the experience. We went out there and it was written in eight different languages how they wanted to depopulate the world. When you looked at the top of the granite stones that, that were 16 feet high, at the top, you could see blood from the sacrifices that they had and rituals that they had been performing on top of those granite stones, dripping down the side. And the whole place reeked of death. The pungent smell of the, I'm not sure if it was cow dung or manure, what, what it, whatever it was, it smelled horrible. It smelled like death. And we went out there, visited it, took pictures, learned, looked through the little, there was a little uh, slot on one of the, or two, or one, one thing, one of the pieces of the granite, and it aligned with the stars. It was like basically, it was connected. So that tomb, that that granite structure, was connected celestially. But people who built it, they built it to align with the stars and some moon, sun, some kind of way, and. Once we got completed with the trip, just a few weeks later, it was destroyed. I'm talking to you about how special we are, how chosen we are, how we had the presence of mind to say, hey, let's go see if this is real. Because, you know, in doing this thing, so many people call you crazy, conspiracy theorists, right? You have to actually challenge your reality. Yes, that's the type of individuals we are. We don't just read stuff and say, oh, you see, it's one thing to read it, say, hey, the Georgia guys don't say this. It's another thing to actually experience it and know that it exists. Why is that important? Well, look how they've changed history, right? You today are now learning today that they've lied to you about history in so many ways. The lies that are being exposed today, and think about how much you could have, your life would have been changed had you known the truth from the very beginning. Which is why we went and took that trip, because we wanted to test whether this was a theory, conspiracy theory, or whether this was something in real life. And when we got there, the feeling that came over me, I said, these people had the audacity. They had the gall 
to put on a monument in eight different languages that the world should be at 500 million to be in balance with the earth. And I'm going to take it a step even further. The person, R.C. Christian, who actually paid for the Georgia Gospel, he wrote a book. You want to know what the name of this book was? The name of the book was called Common Sense Renewed. <laughs> Not only they spoke about killing 7.5 billion people, but they basically were saying that by doing that, it would renew common sense. And in reading that book, I actually have the book. In the book, he lays out, he says that every nation should lay out its own depopulation plan. I'm just going to make one more point on the Georgia Godstones just to kind of bring it home. You value your homes, everyone in here. You're at home right now. I'm at my home. I have a modest home, but I care a lot about it. The house is me, my wife, and my children. And in order to make sure that I maintain this home, I have to bust my ass every single day to make sure that this mortgage is paid. Hmm? That's how you know you care about your home. You get up, you go to work, you do whatever you got to do to cover your rent, your mortgage, what have you, right? That's important to you. You got to have shelter. Now imagine that. Your home, whether $150,000, $200,000, $300,000, whatever, how much it is, it's uh, the number one, <clears throat> the number one cost of living that we have to address. Your shelter, your you got your home is the first thing you got to take care of. It's the top of the food chain when it comes to bills that have to be paid. Home is at the top of the fucking list, right? Understand something? That's for your home, two hundred thousand dollars average, right? Let's just put that out there. The cost of the Georgia Guidestones, and I'm going to give an approximate number because they didn't completely reveal the number, but they did say that it was very expensive. In fact, the stone builders who actually built the monument said that they overcharged R.C. Christian because they didn't take him serious. And he accepted the price. Rumors are it was to the tune of $2 million. Now, I'm just going to say this thing to you. I just explained to you how serious you take the place where you live, that you get up every single day and you go to work to make sure that you cover that cost. How serious do you think these people were, or this man was, that he paid $2 million for a 16-foot granite uh, uh, tombstones $2 million. Now, I'm just going to ask you a question. This was in the 80s. Don't you think you should take that person seriously? Who the hell is going to throw away 
$2 million in the 80s for a monument that says that has a depopulation plan on it. Do you understand the type of enemy you are dealing with? That's my point. You're dealing with people who take this shit seriously. So while people will say, oh, that's conspiracy, there ain't a conspiracy theory in the world where you're going to have someone paying $2 million in the 80s for a monument that says that it should only be 500 million people in the world. Those are dangerous people. Because they actually take their project more serious than me and you take our own livelihood. Which is why you have to understand that this is a, a generational plan that has been handed down. So the enemies that you're dealing with, the enemies that you're, uh, we are talking about, these ain't regular people. This ain't your next door neighbor across the street that you arguing with because, you know what I mean, <laughs> these are a different breed of people, baby. I need everyone to understand that. That we are dealing with a real enemy who money is not a problem. So, Let's get to this part. Now that we are all on the same page. Deagle Report, not a game. Think tank, deal with the military, different countries, not a game. So much so that they scrubbed the website, had to go to archive.org to pull it up and show you that they expect a 70% decline in the United States population. Georgia Scott Guidestones, not a game. Paid $2 million in the 80s, wrote a book, and basically, once people start waking up to the fact of it, they destroyed it. You see? And now we bring it home to what we're talking about China's first population decline in 60 years. Sounds demographic alone. They haven't seen a population decline in 60 years. They haven't seen a population decline, and, and listen to this, right? Since Martin Luther King was alive. And now we get faced with COVID, these bioweapons, and they are experiencing a population decline. And I have Sad news. As I pay attention to the birth rate, I pay attention to the death rate. U.S. is not too far behind. And if the deaths continue the way that they continue, their plan or their prediction of 70% decline in the population could end up being true. I don't want it to be true by far. And the reason why I don't want it to be true Is because if it's true, and we experience a 70% decline, which would mean that there will only be 99 million people, right? 99 million people in the U.S. Now, we are currently at over 300-some-odd million. You're talking about 99 million people only, which makes us vulnerable 
And then you have to ask yourself the question because Elon just tweeted this out the other day. Matter of fact, I was gonna pull it up, but I'll just tell you what it is. He said, not too far in the future, there will be more robots than people. Ward just posted something. I actually been seeing this post floating around by Boston Dynamics, I believe. They are creating armies of robots and AI. Those robot dogs, yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all seen the whole fleet of them. I posted that some time ago. Now they have them looking like us, like humans. Well, not they don't look like humans, but they're moving like humans. These are robots. AI. And the danger is that if there are more robots than humans, we are in trouble. I'm going since this is a special group right now that's up in here, it's about to be three in the morning where I'm at. I'm going to try to find some more particular information to share with you. It's almost two here. Okay. Um, ah, let's see. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to find this uh, video for you so I can play it. Um, and I'm going, I'm going to play this. If I can find it, I'm going to play it for you. I think this is it here. I got to make sure this is it. So... <clears throat> Any questions or comments so far? Those of y'all, I know I've been talking for quite some time. Uh, anybody you want to come up, raise your hand. Come up here. I plan to be up. I can get all this to you. What's up, Shauna? How you doing, sis? I'm good. Yeah, man. It, 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 this is this is really, <laughs> ooh, man. This is something else, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. Ah. Uh, What you looking for, Doctor White? Uh, I'm looking for Gordy Rose from D Wave, where he talks about uh, well, he's basically recruiting our children to go and work for him so that AI can replace us. If you're not familiar with Gordy Rose, 
He's from Kindred AI. And they have created a computer similar to the D-Wave quantum computer, which is a demonic computer. <laughs> or at least the signs on the computer are, are, are demonic. And they deal with parallel universes and, you know, different predictions. Now, you know, we're, we're going into a different uh, aspect here of this shit. And um, I wanted, what I really wanted to point out was uh, the fact that they'll be able to replace us for less than $6 a day. Okay. They will be able to replace us for less than, I'm saying $6 a day, for less than $6. <laughs> Not even $6 a day. $6. Follow me now. They are literally going to replace us with AI. So what does that mean? That means this, right? Those of us that actually make it, we're going to have the challenge of having to deal with these robots and AI. That is the truth. Now, how will we be able to combat that? All right? That's the question. How will we be able to combat this AI, especially when we are all subscribing to it? You know, you've been seeing those chat GB, GPT rooms, right? on clubhouse yeah. and if you haven't yeah. and if you haven't tried chat gpt let me just tell you it is literally scratching the surface of where we're going but it is doing amazing things this ai can complete just about any command that you instruct it to as long as you're clear and concise with what you wanted to do this AI can literally complete any command that you ask it to. Now, it's sort of like you remember when social media first hit the scene, Facebook and, you know, I mean, all that. You see the MySpace. I don't know if you, I, I wasn't on the MySpace, but, you know, people on MySpace, then they got on Facebook and people, and when you looked at there, when they were on Facebook, the people was putting everything on Facebook. I just broke up with my boyfriend. Oh, we just had sex. Oh, we went here. They were putting their whole entire lives on there before people realized, like, oh, I better be a little bit more private with my social media. Right? But people were reckless with it initially because it was a new thing. Well, and then Twitter. You know, Twitter is a at-this-moment app. So I used to be a Twitter addict. addict. And Facebook was hard for me when Facebook came out because I was so 
used to being on Twitter where you do every you type everything, your little 40 words or whatever. That shit was everything, man. That was like the news. That was the best news up to date. You could find out anything, what was going on in the streets everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love Twitter. And right, so like Twitter, Facebook, whichever one that you liked, right? The the danger is the addiction. Just like Clubhouse. There's a slight addiction to this type of app because it's, you know, it's an audio app. You hear people talk, you have conversations, all these things, right? But there's an addiction that's associated with it that people don't address, right? There's a social, literally a social media addiction. Oh, yeah. I know all about it. I've researched it. And so (laughs) believe me when I tell you, it is real. Now, the chat, the reason why I'm bringing that is because the chat chat GPT is basically going to bring the same fucking thing. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. But it is true. It's going to get people addicted. It's kind of going to be like your best friend. You know, your best friend. Like, you know how that you got a friend that's so smart that knows everything. You go ask them. Yeah. It's going to be addictive like that. So when that happens, and it's going to happen. Trust me, I, 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 can, I can see this shit happening. We are basically going to be helping them bring in our own destruction. That is the truth. And I always mention that how they will get us is through convenience. Yeah, man. Look, let me tell you something. In the 1950s, there were newspaper articles about uh, there were news in 1950. There were newspaper articles about cell phones, right? Cell phones, cell phones, cell phones coming. And this was the 1950s, and people back then were saying, "Oh no, I'm good. I'm not going to get a cell phone." Well, since the year two, I forget what year, but. Everybody's got a goddamn cell phone now. So while you had people who were like, no, back in the days, gradually over time, because they like to use what they call gradualism, everyone, everyone has subscribed to cell phones. That is the danger of convenience. Where once upon a time you say, no, I ain't going to do this. AI, I ain't going to, hell no, I ain't going to get involved in no AI. (laughs) once the AR starts making life easy for you answering all your fucking questions right doing your work for you viewing school doing your homework for you guess what y'all that's how they get us because it's convenient and once it becomes convenient And once we get used to the convenience, 
It becomes a part of our life, just like the phones. All right. And once upon a time, you were paying for things with cash. Cash was the number one way to pay. Then it went to debit cards, right? Let's not forget. Then from the debit cards, it went to pay with your phone. Everybody's paying with their phone now. Everybody is paying with their phone now. Do you see what I'm saying? There is... Not everybody. Well, you know, you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> you know? I know some people who don't. So, with these things becoming the norm, right? With these things becoming the norm, we're actually bringing in our own demise. That is the sad truth. And, uh, you know, with the AI, you know, doing what it's doing, you know, making its way through society, becoming, you know, the friend and this and that and third. With the AI doing that, man, I really don't know how, you know, how we're going to fare. You know, I'm, I'm, I question that all the time. I ask myself all the time, how are we, how are we going to make it? With everybody, you know, subscribing to technology, right? Like right now, we're on the phone. <laughs> we're on the phone right now. We're using, we're in the metaverse right now. <laughs> A form of the metaverse. And some people can't get enough of it, right? Think about it. Can you, can you delete the app and stay away? Right. Yeah, some of you probably can. But for some other people, it'd probably be a struggle. Man, you know, the FOMO, fear of missing out. These people are social scientists. They understand how this how we are. They know we're behavioral creatures. They study this shit. Remember, I don't know many of y'all, I don't know how many of y'all paid attention to the neuromarketing I've talked about over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Neuromarketing, they want to get into your brain and find out where's that buy button, right? They've been trying, they've been figuring it out because they got us hooked on damn near, damn near every fucking thing. But that's the point I'm trying to make is that we have to identify the fact that they understand this about us. And, you know, you have to be in control. So while we're using technology, do not allow technology to use you. Huh? You got to remain and you got to be the boss and remain the boss. Because if not, we will end up succumbing to the very things that we're talking about. So we don't want to, you know what I mean? We don't want to fall into that uh, trap that they've set for us, right? With the AI and the robots, because believe me, once we get into it, it's a. If we get into it like that, it is a wrap. It's going to be so hard to climb up out of that hole. So we don't want to get into that. So we want to stay mindful. 
of all these things and, you know, go from there. Um, so the depopulation plan that they have as they reduce the population and if Elon Musk is right, where there's more robots than people, then we're going to have a problem on our hands. Okay. And especially if we're using, you know, all of this stuff, these computers and AI and things of that nature. Because Listen, once uh, there's people getting food delivered to them by robots right now, right? What does that mean? <sighs> it means things are changing fast. When's the last time you had someone deliver food to you that was a robot? That would be a long time ago, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So <sighs> we're heading into that world, family, and we just got to be mindful of how all this stuff is coming at us at, at such a fast rate at one time. Got to pay attention, man, to all of these things and, you know, stay in control. That's the most important thing that we can do right now is staying in control, not allowing ourselves to be used. Because once we once we drop the ball, like I mentioned, it's going to be hard to climb up out of that hole. Okay. Uh, any questions before I get into this next part? Any questions on what you've heard? You want to make a comment? You're welcome, free to make a comment as well. But this depopulation plan is happening in real time. China, soon you get reports from the U.S. And once we start delving into that, where people are seeing the birth rate has declined, which is going to lead to a decline in our population. You gotta ask yourself, how long before it starts impacting you? Because you gotta understand, we only got 300 million people. We not we don't have a billion people like China got a billion people. We only have 300 and some odd million people. So if they're talking about it's gonna go down to 99. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we got to be mindful, man. Like, if it goes down to 99 million, that is not a lot of people. Like, literally. They literally have, will have taken out two-thirds of the population around you. Just imagine two-thirds of your pop the population around you gone. You know how difficult it is to, to trust people? It's very difficult. You can't trust people these days. Right? So imagine when less people on the planet, how it's going to be. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, man. It's crazy.
I don't, you know, I, I really don't like getting into too deep with this stuff sometimes because, you know, when we start talking about uh, population decrease, AI taking over, and then, you know, you, if you think about what, what agenda, if you think about, um, what is it, uh, Project 2045, right? And then the transhumanism aspect of everything, the social credit aspect of everything. That is basically uh, what the Greek Great Reset is, right? How could they perform a Great Reset and they still got all these people on the planet? No, they have to decimate the planet and the Great Reset will be through our children that are being born, all right? So I... For those of you who've been to enough of my rooms, I've I've played the video by Arizona State's president, president of the University of Arizona State. I played in his video where he basically said that our children are a different species than us. And he was very serious. And he talked about all the programs that they develop and how they're training those children. And so that's the reason why they are targeting our children with the jabs. That's the reason why Klaus Schwab can say in 10 years, everyone will have a chip. Like when they say these things, we need to put it in the context of, like I mentioned earlier with the I, uh, we, reason why we went to the trip with the George Gosselin is we wanted to see if these people truly had the audacity to put something up there like that, right? And they did. Well, it's the same thing with Klaus Schwab, who they're currently having a meeting in Davos right now. How could he have the audacity to say in 10 years, everyone will have a chip. How does he know that? How? Unless it has something to do with decimating the population and then children being born into a, into a system that they're inheriting from us, which will be the requirement of every baby have a chip or having some kind of phone device attached to them. You've seen the movie In Time with Justin Timberlake, right? Everyone has some kind of time thing on their arm. Let's just put it all together while we're at it, right? They're talking about charging people for carbon emissions. Well, guess who the, guess who's the largest group of carbon emitters on the planet? Human beings. So let's put that in context. They want to charge for carbon emissions. Now, clearly, they're doing it under the guise of corporations to stand the third, but the truth of the matter is we're the largest carbon emitters. And who says with all this climate change that they're talking about that they won't say, hey, you know what, humans, you can only come outside this during this time or what have you. You can't drive your car during this time and all that stuff will be coming because climate change is becoming a hot topic. How do we know that? If you haven't been, if you haven't seen the last couple of rooms I've done on the sixth mass extension, maybe they're not on replay because those rooms went over 12 hours. But if you, if they are on replay, you better go listen to them. The sixth mass extinction is something you can Google that. You don't even have to go to replay, Google it. The sixth mass extinction says that Within it started from millions of years, then it went to thousands of years, then it went to hundred years. Now they're saying in just a few decades. 
that life as we know it could change. A few decades, 2045. Think about that. They can cause us to go extinct in just a matter of decades. And they're blaming it on climate change. And so to repopulate the earth, it would be through our children. You've seen the concept of them having them babies, the incubator babies. I'm pretty sure y'all saw that. All those babies they had in them pods. They could repopulate the earth through like that, but these babies will have some form of transhumanism. They'll be, it's just like eugenics. Except these babies will be strong because they'll be merged with AI. They'll have a chip in their brain, similar to what uh, Elon Musk is talking about with Neuralink. Remember I said, uh, it said convenience, that's how they're going to get people? That's, that's not a lie. That ain't a lie. So check this out, right? You got Elon Musk. He's offering you Neuralink. You say, well, I ain't going to get Neuralink. Okay, cool. So your girlfriend goes to Italy and she's posting pictures or videos of her speaking fluent Italian, ordering her food in fluent Italian. Then she goes to Dubai and orders it in fluent, whatever language they speak over there. In every country she goes, she speaks fluently in the language. You say, damn, how you do that? And she says, shit. And it wasn't through uh, <laughs> that language thing that, you know, she got it through Neuralink. All she got to do is just upload it to the chip. And guess what? She speaks that language. Matrix. Exactly. So they make it attractive. They make it sexy. And then when she's not even doesn't have a phone, she's watching a video on her fucking palm. Then when her phone rings, she just swipes her hand and just put her hand by her ear and she's talking on the fucking phone. You're going to want that. And then wherever she goes, when she goes shopping, she ain't got to pull out no car, no nothing. It's just scanning. She pick up all her shit, boom, walk out the store, boom. Transaction already recorded because they got her face. Do y'all understand? <laughs> how... They doing that already, man. Amazon. They got stores already with that. Right. So that shit going to be the norm. That shit is going to be everywhere. Then they're going to connect it to your social credit system. Their social credit system. All right? You're going to fuck around. They're going to be like, uh-uh, you can't. And listen, you're, 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 there are no more gas cars after 2030. Gas cars, no more gas cars after 20. Everything's going to be electric. Then on top of that, they're putting a biometric device starting next year. So all that shit's going to be connected. So you're going to have the your social credit system, which basically they're doing it in China now. Your QR code turned red. You ain't going to motherfucking place. Your QR code green, boom, you say, all right, I'm going to the car. Boom, you go sit in the car, the car's going to say, doom. 
Welcome, Dr. Black. <laughs> you tell the car, yo, they're going to say, you have an appointment at the... And it's going to drive you to your shit, right? But then they be like, suppose you, you're not vaccinated. Car, come on. Ding. Dr. Black, you have missed your scheduled vaccination appointment. It is imperative that you go get your shot. And it starts driving you to the shit, and you're like, no, I ain't going to get the shot. Is that shit going to drive you straight to a FEMA camp? And you're going to be trying to get out the car. Car going to be locked. You can't go to shit driving. You can't manually override the car. That shit going to drive straight to the FEMA camp. Going to grab your ass, and it's a wrap. But if you comply, you go get your, your shot. It's going to drive you to wherever you need to go. You make a bad social media post. <clears throat> shit, get to the store. They're going to be like, uh-uh, you can't get eggs this week. You made a post that went against the community guidelines. So you can't get eggs for this week or next week. Like, just this is where we're headed. I know, I know it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy because we're here today. But you're like, I just... Son, it ain't crazy, B. 99% of the people going to be, that shit's going to happen regardless, man. People ain't going to stop it. 99% of the population going to be hooked up to that motherfucking matrix. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Power down. And that's what's exactly what they're going to say. Power down. I know one of y'all don't want to, many of y'all don't want to admit it, but they showing you Black Mirror, all these things they're showing you. And actually, forget the TV. Look at the legislation. The legislation is telling you they're bringing it in. So, I don't know what to tell y'all, man. Good evening, Doc. Good morning, Dr. Black. Please report to your work. Station. Exactly, yo. <laughs> <laughs> your car is waiting for you outside. If you fail to comply... <laughs> That's it. Ba -da -da. They kick it in your door. That's where we go. 1984, y'all. That shit is fucking crazy, man. It's a curse, bro. You curse, like you have violated the curse, the, the profanity, the profanity act of 2026. <laughs> Five years. <sighs> That's exactly what they're going to say, too. You, you have failed to acknowledge the Transhumanism LBGT Act of 2026, 25 years. <laughs> I'm at your doorstep. Mm -mm -mm. Hmm. And the crazy thing, right? It won't be laws. It won't be, it'll be acts. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be acts. It's going to be shit that they're going to they gonna be passing acts on a daily basis. And then you're not even going to know, and you'll be breaking the fucking axe. And then they're going to tax you through your Bitcoin hooked up to your wallet that's hooked up to you. 1850 for violating the profanity law. This is a warning. And they're doing that shit, shit now. Like that. You, the Bank of America was down. They took people's money out their account. Zell was down. All that shit. They was, they was taking people's money out, man. Like, 
that shit is, man, look, I keep Yo, telling you. Did you see that post yesterday? Did you see that post yesterday where the people was in Bank of America? Like, what he did? Mm-hmm. Shit crazy. This shit going down, man. Who's down in the crowd want to come on up, man? Come on up, man. Please. Come build with us. We talking some real shit now. We talking about some shit that's about to happen. Like this shit already in, and that's the thing. It's already happening. It's not like it's not happening. It's already happening. I'm gonna start inviting some of y'all up, man. <laughs> we I, I I ain't trying to we're not trying to put no fear in anybody. We're just speaking to you about the facts. Right? And that's why like we want you to engage with us so that you question some of these facts, man. Question how far along some of these things are. Because they may be farther along than you think. They know where everybody's at. Yeah, they know where everybody's at. They know what you can do, what you can't do. They've been logging that shit. You use the debit card. You got an email address. You, uh, all of these things, man. They track everything about you. Shit, what you got? Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, they own kind of music. They know what you listen, they know what goes through your fucking brain. <laughs> That's why they provide these platforms. If you don't want to go to a FEMA camp, you better let that shit be known right now. Because <laughs> believe me. We're going to be a, do you think, you think it was bad 2020, 2020, 2021? Shit. I told y'all they did Pfizer. Let me see if I, if I find that video, I'm going to play it for y'all. Pfizer has already, um, Pfizer has already, uh, mentioned the five I already mentioned said that there's another wave coming that shit coming shit they've been planning that yeah check out um sis from patreon um uh, over in kenya i think you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to find that joint. I know I got it. It's quiet tonight. What's up? Nobody want to come up? I'm going to start picking them up. Yeah, I got to invite some people down there. Bring them on up, man. Dr. Black, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Uh, With the theater at Davos today, 
what was that about when uh, the head of Pfizer, instead of getting dropped off at the front in his limo, decided to walk mm-hmm. and said, have a nice day? What what was that about? I think I, for some, I, what, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if cars can even drive down. Well, you've seen him walk. They walk. He walked like two blocks to the building. I don't know if there's more than if there aren't cars allowed there. Because I've seen several, you know, news reporters or people trying to interview. They not only got him, they got John Kerry. They got uh, a few people out there on that sidewalk. And each time I've never seen cars out there. So I think they may have traffic blocked off for the World Economic Forum. So which is why you've seen the Pfizer CEO walking and. You know, when uh, I even seen Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab himself was walking and it was snowing. They had to walk to their cars, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, independent reporters have had the opportunity to just walk up to these people and ask them questions. So I think that's mainly because they uh, they might have traffic blocked off. And so everybody basically had to walk. But um, yeah, him uh, him saying, you know, have a nice day and all this and that. He refused to answer any of those those questions, those tough questions, because as those reporters were saying, they're used to softball questions from a media that they pay. Like Pfizer sponsors every single channel. Every channel that you see, whether it's news or whatever, it says sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by Pfizer. So that's why whenever they interview him, it's kind of like, you know, it's easy questions. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, are you aware that he received a plaque uh, honoring him and thanking him for saving millions of lives? Uh-uh. Do you know? Yeah, he got that from Israel not too long ago. Probably, uh, probably killed those millions of lives. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I tried. Exactly. <laughs> I tried not to throw up, but yeah, it was. It's just horrific. Um, and I have to tell you, I I looked on the chart that you, <laughs> it's a very disturbing chart. Um, I couldn't find China on the chart, though. They're, they're, they should be right name? at the top. It should be the first country. It should, but it it wasn't. I didn't know if it, there was some initials like CCP or another name for, uh, you know, People's Republic, ERC, I don't know. Now my list, yeah, because on the my list, they, I, I see them on my list. Okay, yeah. so I must have an old one or Probably. something. That's a, it's a horrific chart. I mean, it's a very, very, very disturbing. As far as coming up with new variants and stuff, I mean, they were planning that since 2002. They listed all the variants they were going to come up with. And in fact, I had a dream uh about two weeks ago and then then uh, that uh they were going to come up with a new china was going to come up with a new variant and the next day i woke up and they did did have it and it's you know purely to promote their fascist regime there's there's no new variant uh, we can expect this they they wrote about it they you know you can look it up uh as i said it's from 2002 when um, they listed all the variants that they were going to be creating. And they created that before they created, they created the so-called vaccines before they created the disease, about 20 years before. So I'm not impressed with any of their fantasies. It's, uh, 
you know, the COVID-19 has never been isolated in vivo or anywhere else. It's just um, a political tool as far as I can understand. So, so yeah, I mean, we can expect another variant is what I'm saying. Many more, they're, they're just gonna keep them coming uh, and use fear to get us to freak out about it. But um, I really appreciate what you're doing and, and the knowledge you have and what you're spreading. And um, oh yeah, I wanted to, I just heard, uh, this is this is really freaky. I just heard uh, Biden speak on a little, uh, you know, they have a little blurb on these other shows. And I have to say, his voice is completely different. And I'm wondering if anybody heard him speak today, or well, actually it's a few days ago. Um, completely different voice, like really, really strange. So I wonder if anybody else noticed that. Um, and I'd also like to add that I, I studied um, linguistics at UMass Boston and my professor was getting her PhD at MIT and she allowed me to go to the library there and, and hang out. And, um, you know, this is a long time ago, 1980. And they were talking about AI and especially vis-a-vis -vis language and translations, etc. And it, it wasn't the way they imagined. It did not go well. Let me just put it that way, that they really assumed that all languages could be simultaneously translated and it just didn't work. Um, so I think they, uh, I think there is a, a stretching of the imagination of what AI can do. And I think they are over, uh, extending what the possibilities are like you know reading your mind changing your memory i think they're going way off on that crap um i mean the other stuff you mentioned obviously can happen you know the uh the thing for buying buying stuff and putting a, a little chip in your hand and just waving your hand all that is extremely doable but going into you know um, affecting the mind. Um, I think they're really overstepping their predictions on what AI can do. On the other hand, I totally agree with you that uh, getting, getting our children and our babies jabbed at very early points in their, in their lives, we have no idea what the effect of that's going to be. That's a question mark. And I, Quite honestly, I don't care if you're an adult, you want to get jabbed, go to it, but stay away from the children. Um, so I appreciate your message very much. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> so, Thank you. Yes, definitely. And so, hey, y'all, I guess uh, I know it's late. Ping, share. Maybe people be getting up right about now. Who knows? But I do want to share something with you. The um, the Pfizer CEO, there was a leaked phone call. Right, I was telling you about that. So basically, uh, earlier when I was talking to y'all about how they're gonna privatize, well, they're oh, sorry, probably what I mean is like they're not gonna be 
taking money from the government for the vaccines. They're going to be selling you the vaccines at $100 a pop. I want y'all to uh, listen to this meeting. Listen to the meeting. And he's talking to, I think he's talking to J.P. Morgan. Who is this he's talking to? Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase at their annual health care conference. All right. Listen to what he says about not only, you know, reducing the government stockpile I was bought, but then they're going to be, you know, having the opportunity to sell these things. So that means, and then he's going to say, oh, yeah, they're going to just listen to what he has to say because that shit is fucking crazy. All right. They're literally planning, which we know another wave, but like they got this shit on deck and not even when they bring it. They're going to be draining your bank account for shots. It's next level shit. Check it out. Things will, will play out. Social distancing will disappear. Mm-hmm. Already has been disappeared. Look at that. <laughs> enjoying life. I see a couple of people with masks. And- I don't think we will see many of yeah. them as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Vaccination rate, as I said, will stabilize to way lower levels than the levels that we saw when we launched uh, the product. So, one first dose, eighty percent. Second dose, seventy-five percent. Right. So that's the prime. Then in the booster, we went down to fifty, sixty percent. In the second booster, the fourth dose, we went down to thirty percent. Mm-hmm. As I said, I think we'll stabilize somewhere there. Okay. This is not enough. Mm-hmm. Because as the population is, as time passes, the population will be less immunized, less current. And as a result, the waves that will be coming will come in by, with higher, uh, the clinical manifestation of these waves will be more severe disease okay. and more hospitalization, basically. That will drive higher level of treatments, mm-hmm. demands. Mm-hmm. So that on volumes, how we see that happening. Mm-hmm. What I, I said that I, our assumptions is now will stabilize at around 30% in the U.S. and hopefully will make it bigger, will change dramatically if we bring a full COVID combination. Sure. Right. But that will come if it comes in 25. So that comes, let's say, a step. Now, what is why that will be the same utilization, I think, in 23, 24, 25, going forward, right, as it is with flu. Why 23? What is the characteristics? In 23, we have very specific things. It's the year what we are transitioning from governmental purchases to commercial market. This means that at a certain end, we believe that for both products, this will happen this year. Based on all our expectations, this year will happen to both products. In order for it to happen, we need first to absorb the stocks that the government has purchased. And there are significant stocks here and in other places, right? That needs to be absorbed this year. And then once you start launching, there's a different price, right? We have announced our price for, uh, for the vaccine. We haven't announced the price for COVID, but the governmental price for Paxlovid, but the governmental price for Paxlovid uh, it was based on uh, gigantic commercial yeah, costs. Right. The price is not going to be the retail price. 24 
So 23 will be impacted by that. And it's difficult to predict because you don't know when the transition will happen. Also, you don't know if the government will take any stockpiles or not, strategic stockpiles. I believe like they will, but I don't know. I can't speak about that. But all of that needs to make sure that this year, 23, we suffer from those two. The utilization will be the same. It's just that we are using the stocks that we sold, 50 six billion dollars <laughs> of, uh, of revenues in 22 of those two products significant number in the in the u.s and then we will go to to, to the remaining of the year we will send a new price 24 will be the same utilization like 23 we don't see any difference but all will be paid at the new prices mm -hmm. so that's the difference All right. So you heard, he basically said that because people ain't social distancing and all this crazy crap, low vaccination, he said that 23 people are going to get hit. The vaccination going to go up and they're going to be selling their vaccine, not to the government, but to the population. And a lot of these people are going to be getting scared again. And then the thing is, a lot of them have insurance. The insurance is going to be paying for these vaccines, $100 a pop. So in the midst of them giving people this bioweapon and killing them, they're going to be raping them of all these, of all this money. Because understand, when they sold those jabs to the government, they were at $20 a pop, if not less. They're talking about bringing up to $100, $120, $140 a pop. So they're not playing. They are not playing. Dr. Black, isn't it hard to come up with that number? Because if you think about it, Fauci got $600 billion, you know, like over the past five decades of our tax money to, to have all these programs that he had. So isn't it kind of difficult to uh, itemize each shot or find a, a money um a number <laughs> you know what i'm saying because it was bought in such enormous amounts and wouldn't what what would happen if uh, the storehouses where these shots are stored up if something bad happened gosh what would happen then <laughs> Yep, exactly. And then, you know, they was talking about at one point making warehouses out of these Walmart stores, too. Well, when they initially came out, I, I know, you know, it was very specific. It had, had to be frozen, then it had to come to room temperature, and then you had to hold it. So it was at body temperature and, you know, nobody followed those protocols. Okay. So I know, and I knew they wouldn't. And I've spoken with some uh, whistleblowers that were doing the actual testing for Pfizer. And uh, they said, yes, that was a real issue that I guess the MRNA is, is sensitive to heat. So it could have been made inert possibly. 
Um, yeah, hard to tell though. We're just imagining, but, but yeah, I mean, we will not comply. Thanks. There you go, sis. There you go. Love it. As I tell everybody, I love y'all. I love y'all to life. Love you too. Thank you. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully things pan out the way that we want. <laughs> I really hope so. But I've been to, and I like your bio, Sister Curry. Um, I've been telling, connecting with people here in my apartment complex, right? Telling them, start getting you, finding somebody that's growing um, produce in a garden. And like your onions, your different things that are easily grown. And grow them in your apartment. That way, the people that are in the apartment complex can they can intertwine with the food and whatever you don't have somebody else may have and keep well, moving through the neighborhood exactly you know allopathic medicine is very new it started with the rockefellers and the carnegies in the 20s and 30s but before that it was all herbs and food healing for thousands of exactly. years. So, and I, I've also studied slave medicine, which is really interesting because people from, who came from, well, women who came from Africa um, hid seeds in their hair, if you can imagine such a thing. They had nothing, you know, no clothes, no nothing. Um, I know especially that they did uh, bring okra um and just hid the seeds in their hair. And they also had, obviously, their healing herbs that they didn't want to let go of, and they brought it exactly. to the new world. So, um, And a lot of our medicine comes from that, comes from the pine tree especially. Uh, there's a lot of really significant remedies that have come out of that. Mm -hmm. And um, I always yeah. tell everybody to go find their grandparents and ask them what their yes. grandparents yes. gave them yes. when yes. they were sick. <laughs> so yes. we don't, we don't lose it. that knowledge. Yeah. I was talking to my grandmother, right? I'm the oldest granddaughter. Oh. Um, on my mother's side and second grandchild. So I was talking to my grandmother and my grandmother's still alive. Oh, and great. And I am, it's, it's, it's such a thriving blessing to know all the things that I've learned over the years through my lifetime and learning the different herbs. I, mm. I'm, I'm still studying herbs. Um, and finding um, eucalyptus, comfrey. Um, what else? Um, that's a you know lot. when I, when I was Tana, when I was in my thirties, our government made comfrey illegal. 
if you can believe that. Really? Yes, ma'am. So we started growing our own. It's okay. it's one of the most wonderful herbs. Yes. But uh, the slaves actually knew, uh, at least the women knew, which herbs could induce an abortion and which herbs could Raspberry. protect and could protect um, a birth. You know, they they knew mm -hmm. how to do everything. So black cohage, blue cohage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Raspberries. Raspberries is one of them berries that um, you can use raspberry tea, pure raspberry yes. tea for pink eye. Well, they also okay. had, yeah, they also wore around their necks um, different kind, different kind from the different pine trees, actually. So they'd make these things to hang around their necks to help with mm -hmm. breathing and uh, to heal heal um, heal pneumonia, actually. Mullen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Stinging nettle. Let's not forget stinging nettle, my favorite yeah. herb. Slippery elm. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, you're lucky to have your that connection. My my ancestors were all murdered in uh, World War II, so I lost that connection. But uh, we're we're reconnecting recently. <laughs> I'm in I'm in Texas. If you know if you know what I mean. I'm in Texas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So a lot of mine I learned in the deep woods of 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 East Texas. Mm -hmm. So so and I am so grateful, so grateful for that. That's where the power and healing comes from. And I, you know, listening to what these evil people are doing, it it does bring your vibration down. Obviously, it's frightening. Yeah. And it's it's important to hold on to the positive uh, healing modalities because because you know God didn't put um, any herb on earth that didn't have a purpose you know God didn't make any mistakes let me put it that way there you go and I keep changing the way I pray because I always think oh well. You know, he didn't expect the mRNA, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't know what God knows or doesn't know. So I'm trying to have a positive attitude when I pray that we can um, counter the negative effects of all of these poisons by, you know, using anti-parasitics and uh, other special herbs and, Garlic. and food. And food, yeah, and healing with through food, exactly. So black walnut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ginger, turmeric. Yeah, Ooh, there's some anti-inflammatory. I, I do fresh turmeric and fresh oh, yeah. ginger. Yes. For my teas, with fresh amazing lemon juice or lime juice. Right, so there's no arthritis, right? I mean, right. you can cure all of this other. I, there's no reason to go to a doctor when, you know, you can try these healing foods and herbs and see how it goes. I mean, mm -hmm. it can't hurt, and if it heals you, 
then you know you're ahead of the better. game. Yeah, it's even better. I'm very glad to have met you. I'm glad to have fallen into this room tonight by accident. <laughs> it's not by accident. I know. It's by purpose. <laughs> it's by love and purpose. I know. You're right. And uh, yes, we will not comply. You know, these are their plans. It's been their plans. You know, you can you can really look it up. Carnegie and Rockefeller, their shit is still on the internet. Their plan to do this is in black and white. You can read their plans for taking over the world. This is not new. This, this has yeah. been planned for quite a while. So, um, so they're proud of it. So you can read it. You get a chance to check then, out um, Library of Congress. Oh yeah, I love the archives. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> well, so yeah, these and there's you know there's more of us. Can we say that there's more of us yes. than there is of them? So it's let's always going to be just like the old uh, commercial from back in the day. Um, Timex watch. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a lick in and keeps on ticking. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Y'all went back, man. Bam! <laughs> is my age showing? <laughs> Mine's is too. Sure, I remember all hey, that. Hey, that's all right. Well, I have a funny story. I. Uh, my parents were really great. I really appreciate them. They they actually took me to see um, Dick Gregory in San Francisco when I was oh, wow. 16. Yeah, uh, one of the comedy clubs. And, uh, oh, it was just wonderful. Um, such a brilliant man. Um, such a deep, big heart. And everybody was laughing. And... Uh, I, I started, I, I was actually weeping during his show um, oh, because wow. I, I know comedy comes from pain, you know, but all I could feel was the pain. So, um, yeah, I always felt weird about it. Everybody was laughing except me. But then I started really listening to him and his progression through his life and, um, you know, what a big impact he had on other human beings and... What an extraordinary person he was. So now I get it, you know, but I felt really weird as a teenager to be sobbing <laughs> listening to this guy because, uh, you know, the stories he would tell about growing up and, you know, it was really, he went through very rough times. And anyway, I haven't told anybody that story. <laughs> so... There you go. Thank, Thank you for, you for listening. No doubt. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, Dick Gregory, one of the legends out there, waking it up. For real. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you for being here. Yeah, of course, of course, you know. It's my yeah. job. <laughs> you know, uh, basically making sure that people, you know, get the message, wake up. Connect the dots and prepare yourself, you know. That's the that's the key thing. Preparing yourself for, you know, like uh sister was just saying that, you know, what they've planned, which is written down in black and white. 
It's not conspiracy theory. It is absolutely not conspiracy theory. It's, it's the truth. And so they want you to think it's conspiracy theory so they could continue to carry out their plans. Right? Let's just be honest. Why if 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 it was so much conspiracy theory, then the FISA CEO, all these people would should have no problem answering questions truthfully. You see what I'm saying? But that's not what they did. They actually dodged the question. They didn't want to talk. Uh, Klaus Schwab did the same thing. They, they, uh, independent journalists tried to interview him. He was like, who are you with? And they were like, I'm an independent journalist. He was like, oh, no, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, like, just crazy. So. Well, what about when Cicely Tyson, God bless her, um, made an ad, you know, to try to get people to take, to get the jab? And Hank Aaron, do you remember that? Does anybody remember? Am I the only person that saw nah, that? I mean, they did an ad? Yeah. They did an advertisement to get people to get the jab, and they were both dead in, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And nobody noticed. I mean, she was, she is the premier actress of our time. Mm-hmm. There's nobody who can touch her. She was the top. And Hank Aaron, you got to be older to know Hank Aaron, but what a sweet man, you know? I mean, really. And uh, nobody seemed to notice or care. And that was a, that's kind of a while ago, right? Like over two, two years, years ago. almost two years ago, yeah, two years ago. Do you remember about Betty White, right? Mm hmm. No. And they, they were pushing, oh, Betty. Out okay. the, yeah. in, the, pushing out the information saying she didn't die from the shot. Because mm. within like in, le- in less than two weeks after she got that jab, she died because she was like within a couple of days of getting, of have, um, having her 100th birthday. Oh, that's true, yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I forgot. I don't, even, I, don't think, I don't even think she made it to her hundred birthday. She was. She did. She was. Her birthday was like the next day or something. I forget what it was. It was like the next day. Was it, was, it was either the next day or the day mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about it? I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a friend of mine. She comes to our room all the time, and mm-hmm. she literally predicted it. Like literally, she was just. She predicted. She was like. Oh my, I couldn't believe it. I texted her, like, I messaged her, messaged her right after she died. I was like, yo, like, you got to be careful, man. Because yeah, our words have power. And that's, that's, that thing happened to Betty White, mm-hmm. like, shortly after she had, you know, put that message out there. And man, I was like, wow, that is so crazy. But I mean, she was old, but nobody was expecting her to die, like, no, no like that that. Fast. exactly. These are vibrant people, all right? Three of them vibrant, exactly. alive. They had their their brains functioned well. Mm-hmm. You know, for God's sakes. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something about myself. I mm-hmm. I've been doing research for quite a a while because um, everybody talks about how wonderful the polio vaccine was and. They mentioned the Spanish flu. So I've been focusing on both of those things. And um, so I'm not that interested in what's happening now. I'm more interested in the 72 shots that have created um, 
all this horrible autism, these great numbers of children who have lost their brain function. But I've been, um, you know, with Clubhouse, I've been meeting a lot of doctors and researchers, and I was actually able to speak with somebody who actually read the first thousand pages of the uh, the Pfizer um, that stuff that they release, the patents, and um, I found something, and I was really quiet about it because I thought it would upset people too much, and. And my friend said, well, you know, go ahead, talk about it. I started talking about it and, and crickets. Nobody said anything or did anything. Um, but what I found in the Pfizer work was uh, a patent for uh, radioactive isotopes. So, uh, Because I've noticed here among some friends that uh, there seems to be a lot of shedding. And I just... To me, the shedding seemed to be, you know, going from one person to another, like through the air or just some weird, there was something weird about it. And I, I suspected radiation. And then uh, Stu Peters interviewed a woman who was a researcher and she actually found um, cesium in the jab. And, um, so, so I verified it. Um, and in my imagination, which is, you know, kind of wild, I just imagined that when parents could see that these injections that are mandated for their children to go to school pretty much has radioactive isotopes in it, uh, that they would say that, you know, they would all stand up at once and say, you know, not with my kid, you don't. And this whole fantasy would end in 24 hours. That's my fantasy. <laughs> so, you know, the truth, if the truth comes out and people are made aware of it, it's, it's just, it's gone too far already. And, um, yeah, I've been aware of this since 1983 because I've been a social worker and I saw the damage that it did to some children that I was working with. So yeah, I've been kind of yelling about this crap for a long time and it's very exciting to see that people are waking up, but it's also frightening that they're just putting whatever the F they want into these jabs, literally. Antifreeze, um, aluminum, mercury, you know, the list goes on. And now, and now the inserts are gone. You know, when I was looking at this for 40 years, there, there used to be inserts and you could read what was in them. And only now I'm, I'm realizing they lied in those inserts. There was other crap that they were shooting kids with, you know, that they weren't including on in the inserts. And when there's fraud, you know, if there's fraud, then these big pharma can be sued. You know, otherwise they're protected by by the laws. So thanks for listening to my imagination. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Well, I want to thank everybody for coming through. This was a, a good one. I opened it up kind of late. Only been up for open for a couple few hours, but I, I felt the need to uh, 
spread this information about China's depopulation plan. I was going to make a room on it the other day, didn't have a chance to go into it. So I said, let me go ahead and uh, make this room, make people aware of the situation, uh, what's happening in real time. Uh, so their population has declined for the first time in 60 years. Obviously, there's uh, a lot that's been happening over the past few years that could uh, lead and be the leading cause uh, for these things happening. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, there's been 60 years since they've experienced a population decline. And so there's been different measures, uh, different uh, things going around and happening uh, around the world as well as in China. Uh, I talked about some of the draconian things that they're, they're going through right there, some of the people. You know, so, uh, yeah, we got to be careful, man. And hopefully we don't have to face those issues here in New York. I mean, well, here in the United States, rather. Sorry. So, but it just looks like we're going to be facing these ton of things. You know, I've talked to you about what the Pfizer CEO said. Um, he's basically going to be raising the price. They expect another wave. And they have things to predict another wave if they're not the ones creating them. So pay attention uh be careful of your surroundings try to stay as healthy as can so that we can all make it we know where they're trying to do or they're trying to bring it so uh that's about it so i guess with that being said um i guess i'll pop one open uh tomorrow well it is tomorrow already it's tomorrow but uh, i guess uh look for me a little bit later this afternoon i'll be uh bringing more topics follow the greenhouse up top follow me I'll give you a follow back and uh, we'll go from there. Um, wanna, once again, I want to appreciate everyone coming to the room. Great room, even though I started late, but uh, sharing information is uh, what I like to do. And so uh, that's it. We talked about the, the AI taking over. Remember everything with the AI? They showed us, I mean, they, they, they can do a lot, right? If you've been on chat, GBT, you know what I'm talking about. AI is basically going to take over, <laughs> take the world by storm. So with that being said, family, uh, once again, we are out of here. Again, like, move, I will follow back. And uh, peace out to everybody, man. Thank you for joining the room. Uh, peace. I'm going to go ahead and get me some, uh, some, I guess I'll give me some sleep. And then I'll see you all tomorrow. I mean, well, in a few hours, okay? We'll probably bring another important subject. Make sure you RSVP for the room when I do set it up. And we'll go from there. Be safe. Stay positive. Um, and uh, keep your eyes open, all right? Peace, everybody. Thanks for joining. We out.